to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. It's a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners themselves. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Kerry, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Clients First, and I'll be your host today. This is episode 19, so you have a whole host of previous episodes to catch up on, and you can listen on all the usual platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google. And you can subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast. That way you'll be the first to know about our brand new episodes. So this week we are looking at HubSpot Solutions Partner Agencies, and we're going to be answering the important question of how businesses like yours can be sure that they are working with the right agency. To help us understand this more, today I have the pleasure of speaking to John Pittam, Managing Director at Clients First. So welcome, John. It's been a while since we've had you on, so it's great to have you back talking about this crucial step for businesses. So how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Thanks, Kerry. I'm, I'm delighted to be back. I thought I was never going to be invited back after my first uh, appearance uh, on the podcast. So uh, yeah, delighted to be here. The sun is shining, which is a rare treat um, up north in Macclesfield. So uh, yeah, all good. Thank you. Great to hear. No, uh, you've, you've been a great host on a few episodes so far. So uh, you definitely passed the test and got an invite back. So we're, we're glad to have you back on. You know that Matt and I have a little tally between us about who's been on the podcast the most, don't you? And he's way <laughs> ahead of me at the moment. So uh, yeah. Yeah, he has been on a lot recently and got a few more episodes under his belt. So you've got some catching up to do. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Great to be here. Great to have you. Thanks for joining us. So um, I suppose for those listeners who perhaps aren't as familiar with HubSpot or haven't worked with an agency before, why don't we start off with a bit of an introduction of what a HubSpot Solutions Partner Agency is and how they might differ from other types of agencies? Uh, yeah, good uh, good starting point, I guess. Formally, a uh, HubSpot Solutions Partner Agency is one that signed an agreement with HubSpot to act as a reseller. Okay, so in effect, we are uh, we are selling the HubSpot software on behalf of HubSpot. Um, equally, we often will sell in collaboration with HubSpot. So um, formally, it's it's an agreement we have with HubSpot, and there are thousands of HubSpot partner agencies across the globe. So, um, and actually, I think that quite a reasonable percentage of revenue for HubSpot comes through the partner channel. I think it's sort of 40, 50% of that kind of ballpark. So, um, you know, we're a pretty important channel for HubSpot. Um, in terms of the solutions partner uh, setup, uh, they have different tiers. So, um, you know, depending on um, where you are, I guess, in terms of your relationship with HubSpot and, and HubSpot clients that you work with, will put you on a, a certain tiering. Um, but what's really important about HubSpot Solutions Partner Agency is that HubSpot inherently is a software company. And actually, what partner agencies do is is kind of add the layer of value, if you like, over and above just deploying the software. So, albeit HubSpot directly would do onboarding, um, actually, agencies tend to go a lot deeper with clients in terms of the added value on top of the platform. So, that might be onboarding, it might be use of the tools, it might be integrations, it might be training, and it might be sector experience. So, what you tend to get with, with partner agencies is kind of a bit more depth. Um, and that's why HubSpot like working with us, because it just ensures better retention of clients, better onboarding, etc. So, that's in summary what a uh, a partner agency is. Great. And, and I suppose that is the main function of an agency and that's why businesses are looking to to work with them it's to add that value and that depth to their business indeed indeed so uh, you mentioned a point there that that's quite interesting around 
the tiers. So as a HubSpot partner agency ourselves, we know that there are different tiers for partner agencies with ourselves being a diamond agency. So I suppose other than it sounding quite nice to say, or, you know, having your social media bios or on your website as an agency, what does it actually mean to be a diamond agency? And what do these other different tiers mean? Yeah, well, it's based on number of metrics. And and for those listeners who don't know, it kind of starts with being a, a, a solutions partner, and then you become gold platinum diamond and elite they're the kind of tierings that that take place in terms of of the the partner ecosystem as it were um and actually they're based on number of metrics and those might be uh sold so how many how many hubspot licenses or the extent of licenses that you sell how many hubspot uh, relationships you manage so how many portals you're involved with and helping clients to make the most of hubspot um, and then there's also some other metrics around things like customer retention uh, and that's really important for hubspot and i think hubspot has seen the value in partners and they're kind of putting more emphasis on customer retention because the last thing they want is for people to sell software walk away and the client not really onboard it properly become a bit cheap off etc and then a year down the line that the, the, it churns that the, the you know the, the client's not happy and moves on elsewhere so actually um you know one of their performance metrics for for partners like ourselves is actually that that retention piece um i guess tiers show some depth in in selling and servicing um you know so the higher up the tier are the probably the more experience you have in selling and servicing hubspot uh, clients um, but they don't necessarily show the product or subject matter expertise so you could have some diamond partners like ourselves who are really technically focused and um, you could have some that are um, very focused on the the, the inbound marketing model and, and therefore actually the agency is built around marketing as opposed to technical aspects of the cms hub or hub db or crm implementation so albeit there is uh, this tiering does demonstrate some level of capability i think there needs to be you know often if people are looking for a partner to work with they need to dig a little bit deeper to to understand whether the actual product experience or the specific capability is going to meet the client's needs yeah definitely i agree that you know making sure it's the right fit not just kind of basing it off of the tier systems and i really liked that point that you mentioned about customer retention and you know hubspot really focusing on that and, and almost measuring their their partner agencies based off of that i think it, it probably provides a lot of reassurance for clients that are looking at those partner agencies that you know it's not just a sales pitch these agencies aren't just going to sell them a load of software that it is more about you know that long term relationship working with them and helping them to build on what they already have add value and and more depth to their business yeah definitely um and i think there's a real um it's a really important point to make that often and, and this isn't just about hubspot it's about any software sale is that you know the software in itself in the majority of cases doesn't actually solve the problem without the value add on top without the training without the onboarding without the customization for that client and Often people will go into it thinking that, oh, you know, we've been sold the sizzle of HubSpot and we know people who are using HubSpot, they think it's great, et cetera. And they think they can just maybe buy the software and go and deploy it into their business and and suddenly create success from it. It really doesn't work like that. You know, the cost of the software to a great extent, depending on the deployment, depending on the client or the customer, can actually be a small part of the cost in relation to actually the investment required to really make that software work properly, you know, across the piece of, of training and setup and onboarding and all that sort of stuff. So um, a really important important point to make that, you you know, it's not just about the software. It is about the, the layer of value on top of that. 
yeah definitely that's that's kind of the, the overall aim of what these agencies are trying to achieve so um yeah i couldn't agree more with that so i suppose when it comes to looking at an agency to work with them it can often be quite difficult to identify who that right person to work with is and i suppose given how saturated the market can be and how broad all these different agency specialities are how can businesses find out which agencies have that right expertise for their hubspot needs um I guess the usual way that, that a firm should do a robust procurement process um, or, or seeking out to, to uh, work with a partner. Uh, you, you know, there, there is one port of call for HubSpot, and that's the HubSpot Partner Directory. So if you go to the HubSpot website and or you Google HubSpot Partner Directory, um, there are listed all the um, agencies that are HubSpot partners, um, and you can search by sector um, within there and and identify, you know, um, agencies in your region, etc. So that's a good starting point. Um, I'd also then say the agency's website. You can get a pretty good feel for an agency from their website, you know, look at the types of people they employ. Are they are they employing developers? Are they employing, um, you know, marketing experts, et cetera, salespeople, um, CRM people? Um, and you can kind of get a feel for the agency there. And also the case studies, the work they've done historically. Um, and I think that they're kind of your your starting points, as it were. But then I'd also probably, you know, if you're looking to work with a, with an agency, you probably want to talk to one or two, um, possibly even more, um, just to get a feel. Um, because I think that you need to really understand where those capabilities lie. Um, that, that's really important because, as I said earlier, um, you know, not all agencies are the same. We all have different strengths and, and areas for development. Yeah, I, I really agree with that. And I suppose it's, it's an important thing to consider you know like you mentioned when you're looking for an agency to work with when you reach out to one or two of those to have a conversation that can actually be a really powerful thing is is you know speaking to these people and making sure that you know you get along and it's easy to talk with each other you're on the same wavelength and you know you can bounce off of each other and that this relationship is going to be a successful one um because i suppose you know you're going to have a lot of communications between the two of you so first and foremost, you need to make sure that you, that you get along and that there is that potential to have a really strong working relationship. Oh, definitely. You, you know, people by people. And, and I would always certainly when we are looking at services for our agency to work with suppliers, um, you know, I, I kind of want to understand who the people are that we're going to be working with on a day to day basis, because anyone can sell in, you know, the agency or their their, their product, the salespeople, etc. But actually, you know, if we've got a project manager, I, I kind of want that project manager to talk to the people in our business that they're going to be working with, because that's where the that's where there needs to be that alignment um, and to ensure they're going to get some real benefits out of the relationship. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point of, you know, if they're going to be working with those specific people within the business for those people to also have a conversation and it not just be kind of from a managerial level or a high level to really get into those personal relationships they're going to have and make sure that that is a working relationship that's going to be a success as well. So great point there. So you've mentioned a few things there, but I guess when it comes to, to business leaders specifically, what are some of the other considerations that they should take into account when they're looking for an agency to work with do you kind of have any insight into to key things to look out for um yeah, I, I think so. I, I mean, I, I can't ignore price. So, so, you know, I do it when we're looking at suppliers for our uh, agency. You know, price is a determining factor. Um, I, I'd say what's really important pri about price is that, um, you know, price is aligned to value. And therefore, 
you know, you've got to be wary about working with, uh, as we would be, you know, suppliers who just seem too cheap um, or, or, you know, it looks too good to be true. You know, if it is, then it then, you know, probably is. Um, but I think that price piece is really important in terms of understanding costs and what value you're getting for that investment. Um, that's a really important piece. Um, the technical capability um, is really important. Um, you know, depending on the requirements of the business, you know, you probably want to probe a little around, um, you know, examples, um, um, who they'll be using in terms of any technical deployment, etc., and also experience. Um, and that might be sector experience. So, you know, for us, we do a lot of work in the B2B space and professional services. Um, but, but for others, it might be e-commerce. We don't really major on e-commerce. Um, so therefore, if someone came to us for uh, an e-commerce solution with HubSpot, we would probably at this stage say, actually, look, no, we, we're not right for you. Or if we said, if we indeed said we were, which is unlikely, they could probably probe quite quickly and identify the fact that actually we're not particularly uh, experienced in e-commerce and that sort of thing is really important just to ensure that alignment's there from from an experience perspective so a number of factors come into play in terms of uh, researching the right agency yeah and i think that's a really great point you know just being very transparent and open and honest you know from a, from an agency perspective when you're speaking to this client if like you mentioned if you're not an expert in e-commerce and that's what the client is after then being open about that um and you know letting them know what they can and can't expect from you within the working relationship to make sure you know it's super clear and laid out from the get go and if that client needs to extend their search and look elsewhere that they can do that knowing that you know you were very open and honest and, and gave them a few tips along the way yeah and i think that that leads into to some extent some of the trigger points why clients and customers are coming to us at the moment we're seeing a lot of uh inquiries from people that have got hubspot um, but actually aren't using it particularly well now that may be because um you know they onboarded with uh, the wrong agency or they didn't invest enough in their onboarding um it may be that that the person that onboarded hubspot internally at the business has now left um but we're we're seeing a lot of inquiries from people who are saying look we've got hubspot we know it's a really great tool we use it in marketing we think we might be able to use it in sales um it's a bit of a mess in terms of where our contacts are and our lists and our workflows and this sort of thing we're paying quite a lot of money for it um, can you come and help us? Um, and therefore, I think that, that to avoid that kind of situation, you know, doing that um, thorough sort of due diligence piece in terms of engaging with an agency at outset uh, becomes really important. Um, so that, that trigger point of, um, you know, we've got a problem with HubSpot, we're not using it effectively, we're paying money for it, how can you help us? Um, it can be avoided um, if, if, you know, the right agency is found, I guess, at outset. Yeah. And, you know, funnily enough, John, that actually reminds me of a previous episode that you've recorded with <laughs> us. I think it was number 13, um, How to Get the Most Out of HubSpot, where you discussed this topic in great depth. What, what a great little segue that was. I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. So there you go. There you go. I know. Nice little plug there. So if you are interested in knowing more about that topic, please do head to that previous episode and John himself will talk you through it. Oh, great. Um, so moving on, I guess when businesses are finding an agency, that can perhaps be quite a daunting task and a quick Google search is probably not going to give you all the answers you're looking for, or you might even find yourself leaving that search with more questions than you started with. Um, 
So I know you've mentioned, you know, having a procurement process, looking at the HubSpot partner directory, maybe going on an agency's website and finding answers to your questions there. But I guess how can businesses prepare ahead of that actual search to make sure that they get the best results? So I think the starting point, as everyone would imagine, is really understanding where the issue, the challenge, the problem is and and why the need for uh, a supplier to to work with on HubSpot uh, and finding an agency. So just digging deeper into that becomes really important. Once they've done that and identified whether it might be a technical agency requirement or whether it's a a sector experience requirement or probably a mix of a few things, um, I think that they uh, one of the things they could do is, is talk to HubSpot directly. Um, you know, they'll always uh, they'll always be reps at HubSpot account managers, et cetera, to talk to, to, to maybe even suggest agencies. Um, you know, that would be one way to look at it. I think another thing that's really important to consider from a from a customer or client perspective is to think about existing relationships they have with suppliers and what types of suppliers they work best with and and, and where are those relationships really working well so this is this is um, aside from working with a hubspot agency or wherever it might be but actually do you need an agency that's going to really push things through for you in terms of um, you, you know create traction etc do you want an agency that's really creative because you like dealing with people and brainstorming ideas or do you want them to hand over to that agency and do everything so think about existing supplier relationships that you might have and think about the types of relationships that work really well and also potentially think about um, relationships that haven't gone so well so why did that relationship with that supplier break down was it around people was it around cost was it around delivery quality or whatever and they can often then provide some insight in terms of that that search piece and finding the right agency to work with Yeah, I think that's a really great point and something I myself hadn't considered, you know, looking at those different kinds of suppliers and how you best operate with different types of relationships. And I suppose if there's one thing that you can take from the breakdown of a relationship with a supplier or something that didn't work is how you can improve on that in future and what actually that's taught you about what you do want from a supplier. So I think that's a a really, really great point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I just want to go back to a previous point that you mentioned around cost, because I'm sure it's a it's a very big topic for a lot of, of clients that are looking for an agency. And I'm sure that, you know, like you mentioned, price is kind of a determining factor for a lot of people. So when it comes to budget, what can businesses do to ensure that they're working with a quality partner without breaking the bank? Uh, that's a that's a really good question, Kerry. That's a really difficult question <laughs> to answer. I think. Well, give it your best shot. <laughs> okay, so so I think there's a there's an inherent challenge here in in selling in HubSpot um, it for for clients, and that is that HubSpot is is a fantastic bit of kit. You, you know, we know it's it's an incredible success story, really, in terms of what it can bring to the world of CRM and beyond. Um, and and the problem is that when people see HubSpot, they they look at all the shiny things and think, great, look, we can use that, we can use this, this will really work in the service desk, this will work with the sales teams, this is marketing, um, you know, get really excited about all the tools, etc. Um, and actually, they look at the license costs and they go, actually, look, this isn't too bad, etc. And there might be an onboarding cost of X, and and they look at that and go, great. But the reality is often that we find is that they've been you know, they've seen all the shiny things, but actually the deployment to get the most out of HubSpot and all those shiny things often requires quite a lot of investment, both in terms of time both and both in terms of, of financial investment. So I think one of the things that 
to ensure that the um, the customer is getting value from the partner is really to knuckle down on what the needs are, what the uh, and maybe what the needs are in the short term. What's the MVP? What what is the minimum we need to deploy, and what's going to be the cost of that? Because I think if the client goes in with unrealistic ambitions of you know we want HubSpot to completely change our business and think that that's going to cost them. Um, X and suddenly, you know, they get into that program and it's going to cost Y and Y is four times X, then that becomes an issue for a client. So I think this idea of really understanding what the requirements are, and, and I would also say from a from a, an onboarding of HubSpot and a cost related here, is to actually go for that MVP first of all, right? What's the minimum we need, minimum viable proposition? So what's the minimum we need to get HubSpot up and running and working well to tick the boxes of our most uh, of our biggest pain points? Because what tends to happen is when people engage on that basis, they're more likely to adopt at that level and learn on and, and discover HubSpot um, over the early months of that engagement, which will give rise to more opportunities. All those things that they saw at the outset, which were shiny things that they think they might want to pay for and buy, might not have been the right things for them once they get to use HubSpot. And then when they start using HubSpot for two or three months, the sales teams actually think up their own ideas to say, oh, if it did this, it would be great. And suddenly that gives rise to more opportunity. So from a budgeting perspective, I think that rather than thinking, right, we want all the bells and whistles from outset, we would always say, look, adopt HubSpot to meet those minimum requirements and then start to build out from there from a budgeting perspective. Um, I will always say when it comes to budget, the deployment of HubSpot is probably going to cost you more than you or should cost you more than you think it will. Because too many occasions people think, oh, I've bought the software and let's say it's X per month and, you know, the deployment is Y and that makes sense and that will just happen and it's, it's good value, etc. Well, the reality is if that's going to, you know, you're deploying HubSpot um, over a couple of months and you're a medium-sized business, you're probably going to get to the end of that two months and go, oh, actually, we, we, we're not quite there, are we? So um, I would say always invest in, um, you know, ensuring that that deployment is done in the right way. I would say that, wouldn't I? I run a partner agency, and of course, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. But but too many times, I think I think where I see HubSpot fail, and, and this is a big issue for HubSpot and any software provider because, you know, no one likes churn. Retention is where the value is. And too many times it fails because people haven't invested properly, not in the software itself, but in the additional services to make the software work. And that's really important. Yeah, I think that's a really great point and a great approach for for clients who are new to HubSpot, um, you know, to find that minimum viable product and those minimum requirements that they have so that they don't kind of get going with all the bells and whistles and actually later down the line or a few months down the line find out that, you know, they've invested in things that they don't perhaps need or aren't really utilising. So it's kind of been a waste of budget that they could have spent, like you said, on those additional services to actually make the software that they need work well for them. Yeah. And also, I, I think at outset, just really understand what the goals are, you, you know, and what's what's the return on investment you're looking for. You know, if it's marketing, then actually you want to increase leads by X. And what's the investment you're prepared to make to achieve that? You know, if it's sales conversions, then you want to, um, you know, invest, um, you know, in, in, in increasing pipeline by Y. Well, OK, what's that investment going to be to get that? What's the return for you from a client perspective? And, you know, particularly um, and increasingly now with integrations and deployment of the fullest CRM is is where are the operational 
cost savings. You know, we're going digital, it's digital transformation. Actually, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to take 100 man hours out of the business each month, or we're going to take 1,000 man hours out of the business each month because we're starting to do process automation. Well, what's, what's the return on that? And therefore, am I prepared to pay, you know, X to kind of achieve that return? But actually having that at outset and then being able to reflect on it three months, six months, a year down the line and beyond just to actually understand the ROI uh, and the achievement of the goals is, is really important. Yeah, and not to plug too many previous episodes, but it really makes me think of a conversation that I had in in the last episode around, you know, making the most out of your client portals with Lisa Kelly, where she touched on the very subject of goals and how these should really be at the forefront of those decisions that you're making for your business. And when it comes to HubSpot, you know, your ROI is going to be measured against the goals that you set out and how, you know, the CRM, marketing, sales hubs are all going to be related to those initial goals that you had. So I think that's a really important point there. Um, and I just want to touch on something else around budget, which you know I've, I've come across from working within a, a partner agency. But for you, when you are having these initial conversations with potential clients and having that discovery, is it important for you that they are very transparent from the outset about what their budget is and what the maximum that they are able to spend on HubSpot services or just your services in general, what they are? I guess it it can kind of cause a bit of a barrier when, you know, they're not quite as forthcoming with that information because you're not entirely sure what services you can provide and whether you are completely maxing out their budget or not. So, you know, for you, is it is it an important part of the conversation for them to just be very open about that budget and work through that together? Yeah, 100%. Um, You know, I mean, it sounds obvious, doesn't it, that having an open relationship with the supplier in terms of budgets is really important because we also need to be honest. You know, we need to say to customers who, you know, have seen the software and think it's going to completely change their business and and suddenly they're going to generate twice the number of leads per week, whatever it might be. Um, You know, if their budget isn't going to achieve that for them, we need to tell them that. We need to say, look, actually, the reality is this. Now, I think that that actually gives rise to another challenge in software reselling and this isn't just about hubspot it's a wider software reselling is that often particularly whether a reseller ag- agreement the impetus and the focus is on selling the software not necessarily the value that comes with it to get the most out of that software and therefore i think that there's a real risk for customers and clients that they are arguably uh, not missold software but sold software that don't doesn't actually achieve the uh, the end goal yeah, and I think that, you know, that refers back to the previous point you made around HubSpot being really focused on customer retention when it comes to their partner agencies to, to make sure that that isn't something that's happened. People just being missold software or sold the dream almost and not really following up on that relationship and, and adding that value to the business. So I guess to finish off, as someone who is very well versed in the topic of agencies and has a lot of insight and personal learnings around HubSpot partner agencies themselves, if you had one piece of advice, I know it's very difficult to whittle it down to just one. I'm sure you've got a whole host of of bits of advice to give our listeners. But if you had to give them one piece of advice, what would it be? I, I, I guess, uh, easy for me to say, but, but I think take the time over finding the right agency. And, and by that, I, I also mean, you know, really understand your needs as a client or customer and then, you know, go through that proper process uh, to select the agency that, uh, that is going to deliver the most value to you. Yeah, I think that's a really nice point. And 
you know, for a client to not necessarily see it as just finding an agency that that looks okay and might be a quick fix. And, you know, it looks like they might give you what you're after and add some sort of value to the business to really take care in that process and, you know, do the groundwork and make sure that you are very clear on what your goals are and what exactly it is that you are wanting to get from that agency that you're working with. Yeah, 100%. And and there are some really great agencies out there, you, you, you know, who can deliver some really brilliant stuff. And and I think that finding those agencies um, isn't, isn't a hugely difficult task. Um, you know, you just got to go about it in the right way. And, you know, you get it right. And, and there's a huge amount of value to, uh, to, be, to be taken from HubSpot. Yeah, I mean, you know, working with an agency, it's an exciting prospect. And, you know, the potential that it has is really exciting. So it's, it's definitely one that, you know, if, if clients are out there looking for a little bit of extra help or expertise, when it comes to HubSpot, um, a HubSpot partner agency is, is something that they should definitely do some research on and, and understand a bit better. So, so thank you so much, John, that's been so great. Um, it's been a pleasure. And I'm sure that our listeners will be really interested in adopting some of that advice into their own searches for the right agency and any future partnerships that they consider i think that's just been a really great roundup of what the relationship looks like and how best to tackle that if you are considering it so thanks again for your time today brilliant thanks kerry and and, and i also will mention that the people listening to this will have no idea of the fun and games and the (laughs) post-production editing that has gone on to get this to this point with the uh, the drama that's been unfolding uh, in Kerry's household today. So, uh, Kerry, you did amazingly well to uh, hang in there. So, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. I guess for the benefit of our listeners, all I'm going to say is a, uh, a kitchen renovation happening whilst you're also trying to record a podcast. It's not really a match made in heaven, so it, it's been a challenge, but uh, yeah, a very entertaining one to say the least. But you, you have made it to the end of this episode. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope you did enjoy it. I, for one, am very relieved to get to the end, but uh, it was a really interesting conversation. So if you did enjoy this one, then please do share it with your colleagues or fellow HubSpot enthusiasts and let us know your thoughts on social media. You can tag us at Clients First UK, or you can also let us know by leaving a podcast review. Don't forget to subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast. And we'll see you on the next episode. I, for one, hope that it is when a kitchen renovation is no longer happening. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.